Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. On the Scoot on the Air Rock Culture calendar on this day in 1995, Baywatch's Pamela Anderson married Motley Crue drummer Tommy Lee. They got married on the beach in Cancun. The bride was wearing a white bikini but not for long. You know, I just thought about the the guy who did the the video of them on the boat. You know, the sex video of Pamela Anderson and Tommy Lee. How easy was it for that guy to take video of that? <laughs> yeah. Um Anyway, I'm Scoot. It's uh, it's Monday afternoon, a beautiful Monday afternoon, a little on the chilly side. I don't have it in its entirety. I don't know. Maybe I could find it somewhere. We don't have the audio to, to play. But I want to share with you some of Lenny Kravitz's speech last night. He won an iconic rock award for being iconic, uh, an iconic rocker at the People's Choice Awards last night. And I want to share a little bit of that, um, a little bit of that with you. That's going to be um, coming up. Also, um, we will talk about uh, Matt Gates. Uh, people say, I, I, you know, Matt Gates says, I love this. And he's talking about an article in CNN talking about how he's making people so miserable that they're retiring. It really is amazing how many, uh, how many politicians are retiring. A lot of them are just, they're done. They're fed up with the process. They're fed up with the BS. They're fed up with the fight that, that's going on, not only between the parties, but within parties. I mean, this is a dark day for politics in, in, in America, and I'm, I'm hoping that on the other side of this, good things happen. All right, let's get back to, uh, to some of your calls. Let's go to Steve and the Maroney. Steve, you're on WWL. Good afternoon. Yeah, the one thing about getting your car inspected is at least you know how many cars we have on the road that are not uh, don't have taillights and headlights, and you see them going down the street, brake lights. And also, they um, don't um, cover um, it, it. It gives an extra chance to check your insurance to make sure you have insurance. Over 50% of the state, I think, does not have insurance. Yeah, yeah those were things get- that those were things that I liked about, uh, you know, having to get a brake tag every year. You can get a brake tag for two years, but, you, you know, you got to go back occasionally and get a brake tag and then mm-hmm. kind of check your car out. But there's a new bill before the, the legislature that would eliminate brake tags completely. And while I understand that it's an inconvenience and I'm okay with that part of it, 
You know, I, I did think about how cars are at least checked every every two years, and there are a lot of older cars on the road. But, you know, I think the bottom line, Stephen, is that it's uh, it it really doesn't uh, keep us that much safer, and it's kind of an inconvenience. Well, if you have insurance, at least for 15 days when you buy it, no, and good. then you can go cancel it after you get inspected, that's one thing. But, you know, it's just, yeah. you know, you and you know you don't know what the brakes are like and they check brakes and that sort of stuff and you've got a 15 year old car that you know might not have good brakes but they do they don't really i mean they they check the brakes to see if they work at the moment but they don't do any deep check on 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 the brakes and sometimes my brakes uh squeak and i you know my car's uh, seven years old now and uh, the brakes have been squeaking for, you know, a couple of years, and I even brought it in, and they said, no, this is just a, a characteristic of this, this vehicle. The Sometimes brakes, the, brake, yeah. Uh, yeah. the brakes squeak. So I'd hate to go in there and not get a brake tag because my brakes squeak when the when the, the, um, the, the service department at the dealership no, says they, stop, they not work break. fine. Yeah. All right, Stephen, I'm glad you called the show. Okay. Let's go to the North Shore. James, welcome to WWL. Hey, thanks for having me on, Scoop. Sure. Real quick, I'm not going to go off about Biden today, but Biden is running against hate. If Biden would accept hate and all of a sudden start cursing um, Democrats and cursing NATO, Biden would be okay to run at 80. It'd be okay. But uh, one thing I want to say is um, we have Mike Johnson and Steve Scalise as our leaders in the House. And as him being head of speaker, he was supposed to be able to bring all this money into Louisiana. Where is that? Why don't they pass the Ukrainian bill and start? Because all that money don't go to Ukraine. A lot of that money stays right here in America. And we could have that money coming into Louisiana. We could start building drone boats to go send them over to Russia, to have them ready for China. We could have Bollinger building these drone boats right here in Louisiana, doing technical things that help Louisiana. And start, it feels like with the new governor, we're going back in time. We need to go into the future. And start thinking of things that's going to better our economy, better the people. Start having, they got um, a program that's changed text right now to fix the um, UV charges around the, uh, around America. We need to get that program here in Louisiana. It's already in other states. And yeah. the more you do UVs and AI, the more that we create it here in America, the more we get name brands under the UV and AI stuff. That's why it's important to buy those things and do it here in America and create this brand of, you know, the best UVs, the best AI, to get these drone boats built. Right here in Louisiana, they can go out and kick Russian butt. And do, do we, you know what happens if uh, Trump gets elected? We ain't going to worry about Mexicans coming across the border. We'll have to build an Ellis Island for all the Russians and all the Saudis coming over. And do you know what their McDonald's is? In Russia, it's called Tasty's Period. Do we want Tasty Periods all over America? Hell no. That's not James, I don't I don't think we're going to get to that point. But, um, you know, interesting, interesting comments. All right. So, you know, Matt Gates has been controversial. And here's why Matt Gates is controversial. He's he's the pretty boy. You know, he looks like a model, looks like a, a TV anchor. I don't want to insult TV anchors there, but he does look like the, the, the prototype from the past, not today. The past, uh, uh, that same, you know, type of, uh, of person. Anyway, Matt Gates is controversial because all he does is make noise. He's a noisemaker, not a policymaker. And um, he, he's, he's commenting about a, a new report from CNN in which um, 
former Speaker Kevin McCarthy argues that the dysfunction that members like Gates have brought to the House is the reason that so many top Republicans are retiring this year. And Matt Gates says, I love the uh, I, I love this, referring to the, the article. Um, the basic premise is that uh, he says, I, I've made Congress so miserable that so many members are leaving. Wonderful. Um, because Matt Gates doesn't want those Republicans in in the House or in, in Congress. He, he doesn't want them there. I, I don't know if everybody realizes how deep the split is in the Republican Party, but it is really, really deep. We've also been talking about this special legislative session, which began today, uh, addressing crime. And lawmakers would allow there, w- there would be a bill that would allow people 18 and over to carry a concealed permit. I mean, to carry a concealed weapon without a concealed permit. You feel good about that? You think that's going to solve uh, our, our crime problems? Carrying a concealed weapon without needing a concealed permit. If you want to join us, the Okinawa Jewelers Talk and Text Line is 504-260-1870. More of your calls are coming up. Let's go to Ian with some of your text messages. Can't miss an opportunity to remind people the House Ethics Committee is looking into this allegation that Matt Gates had sex with an underage girl. Uh, She is cooperating with the committee. She's expected to testify against him. That story is in fact, still ongoing here. <clears throat> excuse me. I don't know why I feel kind of feel kind of crummy today. Here's a text that says uh, the problem with the discussion on permitless carry is it's not just knowing how to use a gun, but also when it's legal and justifiable when yeah. to use a gun. I've heard many bad ideas about when to use a gun in teaching this class for over a decade. Dave Newman, you may recall Dave Newman from Concealed Carry Nola. Yes. He's a friend of the show. He's been a been on here a couple times. He texted in with that. I said, hey, man, why don't you give us a call? He said he'll do it as soon as he can. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, people think, some some people think it's so easy that you just shoot them. Oh, just I just shoot him, man! I just shoot. You know, um, if you have that mentality, there's a good possibility that you're going to be in jail. Here's a text from James and Harvey that says, "Hey, Scoot, I agree about Lenny Kravitz's speech. I think basically what it boils wow. down to is, God gives you gifts, and what you do with those gifts is what you give back to Him and your fellow man." I agree. I, I again, I wish I had the whole thing, but I've got part of it. I'm going to share that with you in just a couple of minutes. Uh, oh, <laughs> that is Dave Newman on hold right there. We'll get to you in just a hot second here, Dave. Uh, I'll leave you with this one. Uh, oh, where did it go? I'm jumping around a little bit here. Uh, detractors are saying that the governor's crime bill is just a regression back to the old throw them all in jail and throw away the key approach. I agree with putting guilty criminals behind bars, but we also need programs to prevent crime yeah. and criminal recidivism. We already tried throwing everybody in jail and that didn't work. Well, the, the, you know, we, we, we can't uh, we can't just ignore the, the idea that a lot of parents don't do their job. A lot of parents don't do their job. And, and it doesn't do any good to just throw somebody in jail and, and, and not try to help them if you can if you can help them because they're just going to become um, a, a repeat uh, offender. All right. Uh, Dave Newman is with uh, Concealed Carry and he joins us uh, on WWL. Dave, what's the what's the big problem with uh, allowing anybody to have a concealed uh, weapon and not have to have a, a permit? Well, it's the same problem we have in a lot of areas of life. Uh, lack of education. Um, And I'm talking about not just education on how to use the gun, but when to use the gun based on what the law says. So uh, I've heard some really strange ideas about that. Um, Been doing this a long time. I mean, people think that guns are for solving arguments. 
somebody looking at them with a nasty look. They should be able to flash their gun to get them to leave them alone. And then they wonder why the cops are putting handcuffs on them. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's, you know, and then we're talking about adults. I mean, cause some of the people that were texting in were arguing 18 is not old enough to make good decisions and things like that. We've got 60 year olds that can't make good decisions. That's true. You know? So, I mean, it, it, they need information to make sure they know when and they, when they cannot use the gun. And a lot of folks think it as simple as just saying they're in fear for their life and they could just empty the magazine and that would make it justifiable. Yep. It's not that simple. No, you're right about that. And and uh, there are just are so many situations where people would feel justified to shoot and kill somebody and they would be the ones who would go in, in, in jail. Exactly. Go to jail. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, it just, you know, I've got a friend of mine that's a judge, and I've actually recently renewed his permit. Now, he probably could get somebody to rubber stamp him, but he loves to come sit in the classes because he likes to hear what people are saying. And I had a guy that was just really not getting the whole use of force section, and I said, let me put it into you as simple a terms as possible. I said, yeah, we got more rights inside our dwelling place of business motor vehicle written right into the law, but don't you understand in the middle of the street we all supposed to have the same rights? I said, you know, do you you watch football? And he looked at me kind of funny because we're talking about guns and use of force. I said, remember, there's offense and then there's defense. This is self-defense. If you're making offensive moves in the public, then you got to wonder why why you're doing it. The cops are going to wonder why you're doing it. So, I mean, because you're in an area where you share the same rights. Yeah. Now, yeah, you got the right to stand your ground. People tend to put more information into stand your ground than actually what it says. Uh, and that's another part of the argument that we have to have. I love the people. Just, I, I love the people who uh, feel threatened, and so they they go to their car to get their gun, and then they come back and shoot somebody and claim their life was threatened. Right. <laughs> you could have got away. You got to yeah. the car, couldn't you have drove off? Yeah. I mean, that's the kind of things the, the law enforcement is going to look at. So, I mean, they got to understand these things. Does everybody pass the class? Is it is it is it a hard class, Dave? <sighs> Well, the answer is no. The short answer, <laughs> the short answer is no. But I mean, it's not really that hard. It's not about hard. It's about making sure you're exposed to information. I mean, basically, three things, Scoot, should happen in a class. Number one, we need to make sure you're exposed to a certain amount of information. Okay. Right. Number two, we need to make sure you can actually function with your gun. Okay. That's what the shooting part is. And the shooting part is so simple, I could teach a chimpanzee to do it. It's not like we're making it hard for them to do that. And then the third thing to me, which is the most important thing, and the reason why I became an instructor in the first place, is because I want to try to keep you out of a courtroom. You may think you did everything right, but one little thing you said wrong or one little thing you did wrong lands you in a courtroom and explaining yourself. Now, you may win the case, you may lose the case, but you will have a case. Yeah, and you don't want yeah. a case because things can go sideways fast. So to me, that's the most important part of the class. Um, but uh, a lot of folks think they don't need that, man. I'm telling you right now. They'll tell me so that all the time. You, you get people to come into in the, in the class and they're, they're trying to get a concealed carry permit because they want to carry a concealed weapon. And they've got a bad attitude. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes you don't pass them for that reason. I don't have to pass you. Mm. I've, I've told that to people. I said, you want your money back? We can talk about that. But that's a business thing. That's not the law saying I got to pass you. Yeah. Just because you signed up don't mean you pass. Dave, give us a number of concealed uh, carry. Uh, you can call me at 504-430-7409 or go to my website, concealedcarrynola.com. 
We have regular classes, you know, like twice a week. We're probably going to start cutting that down because the numbers are going to get slim, I'm telling you. Uh, People are not going to do things if they're not mandated to do so. Dave, I I appreciate the time. All right, man, you take care. All right, thanks for being with us. Dave Newman from Concealed Carry. All right, if you want to join us for the comment, the Okinawa Jewelers Talk and Text Line is 504-260-1870. All right, um, on the SOTA Rock Culture Calendar, this is the day when Chuck Berry, Chuck, Chuck Berry liked young girls, young on this day in 1962, Chuck Berry uh, was serving uh, a three-year sentence, began serving a three-year uh, sentence in an Indiana uh, federal penitentiary after being convicted in the previous October of transporting a minor across state lines for immoral purposes. Um, he would be released uh, 20 months later, but, um, yeah, he wasn't messing with his dingaling. He was messing with an underage girl and took her across lines. He went to prison. I'm Scoot. We'll be back on WWL. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. This is Lenny Kravitz, and uh, last night at the People's Choice Awards, Lenny Kravitz won the award for Rock Icon, and he just gave the most incredible, inspiring speech. Uh, I don't have it in its entirety. We don't have the rights to play the audio of it, but I'm going to share some of it with you coming up here in just a few minutes. But it was really, a, it was a, it was a fun night. I mean, I enjoyed watching it. Adam Sandler, dude, um, I don't know what you were trying to do, but it didn't work. It's just, I think he was, I, I, I came in like once he had started talking and I think it was some kind of sexy award, but whatever Adam Sandler was, and the guy's so funny, but whatever he was trying to do, uh, it was exhausting and uh, it didn't work. Um, but the People's Choice Awards uh, were handed out last night. And in some ways, look, this can be a precursor to what's coming with uh, other award shows. Tonight, I am here to recognize my very good friend, my brother from another mother. Jennifer Aniston presenting the Icon Award to Adam Sandler, who heard wrong when he got the call from his agent. I thought he said, uh, congratulations, Adam. You won the People magazine Sexiest Man Alive. So he read that speech anyway. It's too naughty for details here. Barbie won movie of the year. One of its stars, America Ferreira, won female movie star and thanked her director and co-star. To both Greta and Margot for inviting me to represent the entire human race in Barbie land. Ryan 
Gosling, who plays Ken, won as well. Oppenheimer took best drama. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. All right, this is really frustrating. I just uh, I pulled up the I pulled up the part of the Lenny Kravitz speech, and it takes me to uh, another place. It takes me to an award, and I can't seem to get. I uh, know it takes me to a. Wait, let's see if I can get rid of this. It takes me to a an ad that. Uh, this is really frustrating. Let me let me try this again. But I, I just I wanted to mention that uh, Lenny Kravitz's speech was was really inspiring, and, and and everybody should hear it, and especially young people should hear it. Here's 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 what he said, or part of what he said. He said, "When I was thinking about what to say tonight, uh, I kept going back to the word icon." He received the uh, the award for rock icon. He said, "It means a lot of things to a lot of people, but to me." It means that you've made an indelible mark by being who God created you to be and by daring to be different. When I was first coming up, a lot of people offered me a lot of deals. They wanted me to change. And my music wasn't black enough. My music wasn't white enough. It didn't fit nicely into a a box or sound like you would hear on the radio at the time. And I turned down the money. I turned down the glitzy promises of fame and stardom because I couldn't live with myself doing something inauthentic. He reflected on his 35 years of of being an artist. He went on to say, it's never been about how many records I sell, how many awards I win. It's not about trying to write hits or being calculated. It's about... Enjoying and being grateful for the journey and using the gifts that God gave you. Never follow the trends. Set your own pace. Recognize that the best is right here, right now, in front of you. Lenny Kravitz thanked his parents. Um, and, you know, his uh, mom uh, played the African-American female who lived next door to the Jeffersons. And sadly, she um, committed suicide at, at, at some point. But he also, um, you know, thanked a, a, a few other people, like his um, his band and a few uh, particular people in his in his band. But I just thought it was a, a really a really great speech. Um, and he, I, I love that he talked about being who God made you to be. And you know, when I, I I've been asked to give people advice. Um, especially when somebody's going through a a tough time, I always tell them to be themselves. There's a a voice that we all hear inside of us. You you hear a voice. There's a voice inside of you telling you who you are. And only you can hear that voice. Nobody else can hear it. And, And the responsibility that you have in life is to follow that voice and to be that person. And it's not always, it's not always easy to be different. It's not always easy to to follow that voice. It, it, the, the 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 Lenny Kravitz acceptance speech last night reminded me a lot of myself and, and and my career. And I know that in a lot of ways I'm different. I'm different from my, my peers, and I always have been. Um, sometimes my hairstyles are different. Sometimes the clothes I wear are different. But I know that I'm true to myself. I'm just being me. And while. I may not I may not have succeeded yet 
in, in some ways that I wanted to succeed in, I've still done it by being me. And some of the criticism that, that I, I receive on the air for being a radical moderate and, and, and what that means, um, I can't change. Oh, I'm, I'm, good, I'm a good enough actor to, to pull off being a conservative on the air. And I would be a damn good one. I would sound really good talking about promoting everything involving Trump. And I might just be huge. But I can't do that because it's not me. And so, you know, sometimes you might not go as far as you want. But I think the most important thing is to be honest with who you are. And that's who I am. And I know other people that way. You know who else is that way who I have a lot of respect for? Amanda Shaw. And Amanda and I have had conversations about about her career and about things that she could have done to get further but refused to do it. And so respect those people like Lenny Kravitz. Respect those people who who know who they are and, and they have the courage to be who they are. Because a lot of people don't have that courage. And it takes courage to be here. It takes courage to not follow the trends. It takes courage to, to not just go along with everybody. To, to just listen to that voice that only you hear inside. And be that person. And it doesn't matter what you do in life. Banker, account executive, whatever. Whatever you do in life. Be that person that you're supposed to be. And I just feel like everybody should have gotten the message that Lenny Kravitz gave last night on the People's Choice Awards. All right, if you want to join us with a comment, the Okinawa Jewelers Talk and Text Line, 504-260-1870. On this day in 1982, on the Scoot on the Air Rock Culture calendar, Ozzy Osbourne did it. He urinated on a statue next to the Alamo, desecrating a Texas landmark, an American landmark, and this took place in San Antonio. He was on the Diary of a Madman tour, and he had um, a couple of dozen too many drinks. He passed out, and Sharon put clothes on him. <laughs> Actually, it was her dress and ballerina shoes to get him outside. Anyway, Ozzy had to go, and he basically went on the Alamo. He was banned from San Antonio for life. But uh, the story got around the media, and Ozzy did apologize for doing that. Ten years later, Ozzy donated $10,000 to the Daughters of the Republic of Texas. They're in charge of the Alamo, and his, um, his ban from the city was, was lifted. I'm Scoot, and we'll be back on WWL. Hey, you got to look for this, uh, this video. Google Indiana Car Wash. Sprays rude customer. So um, this teenager's at this Indiana car wash, and um, the, the window of the car is rolled down part way, and the, 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 the girl in the car throws lemonade on the person with the power hose. The power hose? So just picture the car is kind of going through the beginning of the car wash, and she takes her lemonade and throws it on the person with the, the power hose. Well, while the wind is still down, the person just, this teenager, un, just unloads the power hose inside the car. That is amazing. It is just so awesome. Take Don't a look throw at it. lemonade at people. 
That is just awesome. Keep your lemonade to yourself. I mean, without without missing a beat, this person just just, just lifted up the power <laughs> hose and just. I mean, you know, th- a lot of water comes out of that in a short period of time, and so a lot of water got inside of that car. I'm Scoot on the air. Really glad you're with us. And if you get a chance to go look up the uh, Lenny Kravitz uh, song, do it. Oh, by the way, um, Lenny Kravitz' mom died of uh, breast cancer. I had mistaken her for for somebody else. It was not suicide. She died uh, from breast cancer, uh, and that was a um, you know sad uh, sad story. But you know, Lenny Kravitz, I'd love to go through that guy's closet because, man, he's a cool dresser, dressed all in black and, you know, I kind of have a, a thing for black myself. But I just thought that was such a great speech that if you can find it and take the essence of it, especially if you have kids, either sons or daughters, um, read it to them. And, and, and you know, if, if you need a little guidance yourself, read it, uh, read it to yourself. Let's go to the North Shore. Pandora, you're on WWL. Hey, I have a comment about guns. Okay. Yeah, in, in the early 90s, the police in St. Tammany put on a program called Women Beware, Lady Beware, mm-hmm. which I took. And it was three days out on a shooting range with a three fifty seven target practice. And, and then they did scenarios, like they'd put you in a room and say it was your house. And somebody was going to jump in, and they had a card on them who they were. It was a cop. And it said, child, your uncle, your husband, intruder, and you had to guess really quick whether wow. you could use the gun or not. Yeah. And so many women freaked out and shot children and uncles. And, oh, you know, wow. And they, had, they didn't have bullets or anything. You know, it was just the, the empty Right, gun. but it showed, it showed the, the mistake. It, it showed them how easy it yeah. is to make that mistake. Yeah, and to me, to give everybody guns to take out without extreme... Doing yeah. something like this and offering it, it, it's it's a hor- horrendous mistake. Well, you know, Pandora. Especially 18-year-olds who are smoking weed because it's, it's legal, like in in the store parking lots with the vape things, laughing and cutting up. What do they think they're going to do, you know? Well, you know, it's also, it's. I think it's also um, kind of scary to think about the the number of people who uh, want a gun, but they don't want to bother learning how to use it properly. They don't. They don't care about the laws, the the, the learning. Oh, by the way, let me mention it's um, it's con- the website is Concealed Carry Nola, dot com. Concealed Carry Nola, and Dave Newman is a is the uh, the guy who runs that does a great job. Uh, people don't want to learn, and that's kind of scary that they don't want to learn how to how to use a gun properly. Yeah, and I have a gun at home for protection and snakes and to protect me, but it doesn't go out of the house. Have you shot a snake? All the time. I live on a bayou. Really? What kind of snake do you have you shot? Like a water moccasin or something? Yeah, well, the, the big water moccasins. If it's not big... poisonous, oh, yeah. I won't kill them. They're good. Yeah, but the, but a water moccasin can get to be really big and scary looking. Yeah, big fat ones. So it's easier to shoot than the oh. little ones. Yeah, because I've got a wider, wider <laughs> <Sorry>. girth. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, I am totally for not let even conceal and carry. Give a program like that, yeah. you know? Yeah. Well, Pandora, how many I'm, mistakes can be made? I'm glad you called the show, and I'm glad you, uh, you know, you're a responsible gun owner because there are more responsible gun owners than there are reckless gun owners. All right, let's go to Jimmy and Gretna. Jimmy, what do you have for us? Hey, what's going on, Scoot? Hey, 
Hey, man. Hey, real quick. This is part sports, part philanthropic. You know, I told Ian, a friend of mine works at UNO, and you know, Scoot, living from here, being from here and all that, 80s, 90s, even up until Katrina, really, UNO was kind of like the cornerstone four-year university here. Yeah. I got my graduate degree there. Uh, there's a place in my heart for UNO. You don't hear much about it really post-Katrina because enrollment's gone down. Gentilly, New Orleans East, Chalmette, areas that got hit hard by the storm. Uh, that's where they pulled their students from. And uh, yeah. I think SLU's benefited uh, on the North Shore with the increased uh, you know, population there. But the reason I called is tonight there is a fundraiser at UNO Lakefront Arena. There is no football program there like LSU to lean on. Scoot. So, yeah, it's $5 tickets for a UNO basketball game against Nichols State. If you're a Nichols State alum, you want to go check it out because they're basically trying to drum up some support for UNO. Uh, and, and, again, just paint that picture that enrollment really since Katrina has been down. And, you know, hmm. if you look at the demographics in New Orleans East, uh, Chalmette, St. Bernard, Gentilly, it's not a lot of natives that are buying up the real estate. And they're not sending their kids to UNO like they once did. So it, tonight's game is at 630. It's at UNO. Uh, all the ticket proceeds are going to go to help funding cool. some of the projects and concessions. Anything bought, come on out. If you're a UNO alum, which there's a lot of out there, Scoot, we always hear about LSU and Tulane. Yep. But UNO is still there, and they need their support. And come out to the basketball game tonight, UNO and Nickel State. Uh, at Lakefront Arena tonight. Just want to give a quick plug for that. All right, Jimmy, thanks uh, Thanks a lot for that. Let's go to Ian and get some uh, text messages in. Uh, there's a text message here that... Um... <laughs> okay, what? Well, I'm not totally sure how to tell you this, man. Okay. Um, the texter says, were you all aware that someone donated to the Trump GoFundMe? You see the new, the name... Wait a minute. Wait, 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 right, wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Is somebody donated to Trump in my name? Somebody donated to the Donald Trump GoFundMe page, yeah. and the username that they used to do that is Scoot Can Blank Me. <laughs> this this was first brought to my attention by this texter. He pointed me back to a, a post on Reddit. Somebody on Reddit, uh, the uh, Irish Springtime is the user on Reddit, said, uh, I scrolled through the list of the many rubes. Sending in ten, twenty, a hundred dollars to help Trump cover his four hundred million dollar court loss, and one of the donors was WWL Scoot can blank me. <laughs> hey, dude, if you want to waste your money, that's your money to waste. Wow, um, I, yeah, I think it's really kind of funny. I don't think we can top that, man. I'll stop there. And by the way, um, if you're interested in that, it's not going to happen. <laughs> Okay, I just want to be clear about that. I'm not going to blank you, and you can't blank me or anything like that. Oh, let's take a break. Let me do blanking going on okay. here. All okay. All right. Uh, on the scoot on the air, rock culture calendar. Happy birthday today to uh, to Smokey Robinson. I, th- I mean, I'm, I'm I don't I think he's still alive. I don't think Smokey Robinson has passed away. Smokey Robinson, um, 84 years old today. And you know, I watched the uh, I forget what it's called, but it, like some 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 incredible some incredible night of, of music. I watched the documentary behind the the recording of um, "We Are the World," and it was just amazing. And Smokey Robinson was part of that. All right, I'm Scoot, and uh, we'll be back on WWL. All right, fun show today. Um, you know, Monday uh, we had a really great Monday, and we always try to do that on on uh, on Mondays because uh, no need to waste any day that we are alive. And I love that somebody donated twenty dollars to Trump's Go Blank Me account 
in my name. Hey, it's still your money. You wasted it. All right. I want to thank our program director and brand manager, Diane Newman, our assistant program director and brand manager and senior producer of Scoot on the Air, Ian Hoke, market manager, Dan Barron, and news anchor, Chris Miller, and traffic with Dave Brandon. As always, I thank you for being part of the show. Sports Talk with Mike Dettelier and Steve Geller coming up next. I'm Scoot. Love you, New Orleans. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 